Up next, right here on Spreaker, it's your boy, the governor of Minnesota. Sports talk, that is. The big, smooth Vince Wright coming to you live with Sports Done Right. Keep it locked. It's about time you got it right. Up next, it's your boy, the big, smooth Vince Wright, broadcasting live from the sports-tacular governor's mansion, the governor of sports talk, that is, and he's got your ticket to all the latest sports-related news, events, and hot topics. Are you ready to get it right? Sports Done Right, up next. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Vince Wright, the sports governor. So much to talk about. Keep it tuned here. Sports done right. We are back after a couple weeks, and we got lots to talk about. Breaking news. Odell. Bye-bye.
get your snowcats ready and get over here. Right now? You're darn tootin'. Don't you know it's time for the governor's weekly address? Live from the Situation Room of his lakefront chateau, he's bringing a little color to the voice of Minnesota sports talk and worldwide. His mama calls him Vince, but you can call him Governor. And by way of executive order, he's serving real sports fans a dose of sports done right. And he's loose! What is going on, everybody? Vince Wright, the sports governor, coming to you live and direct. Thank you very much. And we got lots to get to tonight, man. I, Jesus, where do you even begin? Breaking news as we hit. Obviously, everybody knows now Odell Beckham traded. We're going to get into that shortly. And... I mean, just lots. To, <laughs> I mean, just lots to get into. This is crazy. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm searching. I'm, I'm doing stuff right now as we speak. Again, I am Vince Wright, the sports governor, and the show "Sports Done Right." By the way, can now be heard on iTunes, TuneIn Radio, as well as Stitcher, along with Spreaker. Here is where we originate from, uh, X Squad affiliate. This is a podcast. Thank you very much, Mr. Kesey Ingram. And yeah, lots, lots, lots going on here, man. Uh, We were planning to get into a little Big Ten tournament preview action, and we'll get to that. We're going to have to abbreviate that coverage because we got Jersey Vern. That's right. The number one Chief Rocka Jersey Vern coming up. At 8 o'clock here, Central Time, about 20 minutes from now, he's going to call in. And we are I'm just saving all the Odell Beckham stuff for him. Y'all know him. He's the Giants' number one fan. He lives in Atlanta now, but he, he grew up in the New York metropolitan area over in the Jersey side. Lives and dies with his New York Giants, and I cannot wait to talk to him uh, about the NFL, but in particular this breaking news here in Cleveland is uh, is bringing it, baby. <laughs> They are bringing it. So we got that. Like I said, we got some Big Ten to get into. Tournaments starting up here. NFL free agency is going wild. Minnesota Vikings fans, how do you guys feel with Anthony Barr now deciding to stay here with us? 
Uh, we got some sound from uh, the Big Ten Network uh, regarding Matt Painter. Uh, also, uh, got the all Big Ten team that broke here, and we're going to talk a little bit about the Gophers. And I apologize, man, because this Odell Beckham um, news just kind of threw everything out of whack here. So I'm going to kind of get going here. I want to welcome in our chat room, B, the end of the bench podcast. We a great show from him today, by the way, make sure you follow him on Spreaker.com at squad affiliates.com as well. And we went after jungle brother, the Podfather himself on his show earlier today, but HRAP, Thank you for joining, joining us. Big Mike is in there from Eden Prairie. Tough loss for your high school hockey team there in the championship game to Edina, Big Mike, but uh, he is definitely flowing with us here. Says, Gov, welcome back. The Gophers have got to beat Penn State to entertain, in quotation marks, any hopes of making it to the tournament. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're going to talk about that real shortly here because if they do lose it, I think it's over. People have the Gophers in. I'm, I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure. We'll talk about a couple other teams. Um as well teams that are in right now by the way and again this is sports done right tuesday night edition you can find us on spreaker or itunes if you listen to a podcast on itunes make sure you download check out sports done right also on TuneIn radio and stitcher radio for your streaming services I want to say what up to big kev in the house the host of clutch talk sports what up mr clutch conversations himself the one and only big kevin gray in the house so others, what do we got here? Other teams that are in right now, uh, we have Murray State from the Ohio Valley. Gardner-Webb made it. They are champs of the Big South. You have Bradley, Liberty coming in. Uh, Wofford made it. And Iona made it as well. As I turn to face the monitors here, um, we got Gonzaga going off against, uh, who is it, St. Mary's it looks like. Number one and two, so we're going to find out what's uh, cracking out there on the West Coast as well. And it's time, man. Tournament time. Twin Cities here is uh, getting ready to host the Final Four. I cannot wait. Hopefully, I will be a part of it in some way, shape, or form, hoping to get tickets. Uh, Not often that something like this comes through. And, well, what can you say? I want to be there, man. That's all I'm saying. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. It's been a couple weeks since we've been back here on Sports Done Right. So let's get to it here. I'm going to get to the Big Ten. And by the way, your Big Ten Coach of the Year, Mr. Matt Painter from the Purdue Boilermakers. And this is some sound from him on the Big Ten Network regarding his team. With 16 wins in league play, second conference championship in the last four years. Here's Matt Painter on just the construct of his team. We've had a good year, and I'm really proud of our guys. And uh, you know, to be able to struggle non-conference and, and be six and five at one point, and then be able to you know go 16 and four in our league, and it's such a grind. You know, uh, great coaches, great players. Um, it's tough on the road. Uh, I'm just proud of our guys. Obviously, we're undefeated at home this year. Uh, just hanging in there and getting better each game. And then, and there you have it, Purdue. Congratulations to Coach Painter. Totally deserves it. I mean, he he has uh, done some miraculous things down there at Purdue, and like you heard, undefeated at home this year. So the Big Ten tournament, which starts tomorrow, uh, the the conference ranking or excuse me conference record 
and how it ended up this year. Yeah, Michigan State and Purdue tied at 16 and 4. Michigan finishes out at 15 and 5. Wisconsin, we're going to talk about them in a second, 14 and 6. Maryland, 13 and 7. Iowa uh, finishes up at 10 and 10, 500. Our beloved Minnesota Golden Gophers come in at a, I think, a disappointing 9 and 11. Ohio State. Indiana come in at 8 and 12. Then we have three teams at 7 and 13. That's Penn State, Illinois, and Rutgers. And the conference is finished out by, let's see, Northwestern, or excuse me, Nebraska, 6 and 14. And you have the Northwestern Wildcats bringing up the bottom four at 16. Um, they're. And just, yeah, I don't know what's going on. Northwestern uh, used to have a little squad, but not anymore. So tomorrow at the United Center, and again, this is sports done right. And uh, yeah, hell of a night to come back indeed, Kev. Cannot wait to talk to Jersey Vern here in a few minutes. But um, regarding the Big Ten tournament, tomorrow you have uh, 13 seeded going up, or 13 uh, seeded Nebraska going up against number 12 Rutgers. You have Northwestern and Illinois, and Illinois could be interesting because I'm I'm really interested to see if the Illini Army travels. They've been playing some okay ball at a couple stretches here during the season. I think Illinois can be, I think they're kind of close to maybe turning a little bit of a corner down there, so I'll be interested. It's the Battle of Illinois. They're going to be playing Northwestern, and obviously Northwestern from the Chicago area, but Illinois is the team so if you want to make a move illinois tomorrow because here's the thing if illinois can get past northwestern in the big 10 tournament then they're paired up with iowa and iowa again nothing to write home about and i think illinois can be on a wee bit of a run here if they can get past like i said northwestern get past iowa um because they'd be playing again tomorrow night then they're in there with Michigan in the quarterfinals, and all of a sudden you got something to build off of. Nebraska, well, they, you know, Nebraska's lost some graduates and a, a bit of a down season there. They're the 13th ranked team in the tournament. They're going up against a an improved Rutgers team, but not improved in the way you're kind of thinking about this is a team that's kind of heating up starting to kind of feel their oats kind of starting to enjoy playing basketball on the Rutgers campus it seems they've had some um, interesting games this year they have had and excuse me one second here I was trying to pull up their record but they're with me Uh, shoot I don't have it but anyway I digress Rutgers can be very interesting as well. They would get number five Maryland if they get past Nebraska. And and Maryland, very, very tough team, as our Gophers found out here um, just a couple days ago as they finished out the regular season with a loss there. So, you know, the Big Ten is just, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. Gophers lost at Maryland 69-60 to in their regular season finale. Um, the Gophers are as good as Amir Coffey is. I mean, it's really that simple. You know, yeah, you got Jordan Murphy, uh, a coach's selection, all Big Ten. Um, 
But I don't know. So lots to talk about here. Big Ten, all kinds of the, the conference tournaments going on. Great time of year. Northern Kentucky, by the way, in the Horizon League is all over Wright State, 74-59. So it looks like Northern Kentucky is well on their way to join in the big dance as well. Um, getting back to some Big Ten or some Big Ten notes. We talked about Matt Painter being named. Uh, he's actually co-coach of the year. He was named co-coach of the year um, with Chris Beard of Texas Tech. And from, let's see here, looks like hammerandnails.com, which is a Purdue fan site, uh, says, let's start with Beard. He took Texas Tech, uh, or took a Texas Tech team that lost six of their top eight players from last year's team and was picked seventh in the Big 12 to share to a share of the Big 12 title. He helped turn the Jared Culver into a top 10 pick and a roster of guys that weren't really chased by Blue Bloods into conference champs. So congrats to the uh, Texas Tech Red Raiders head coach as well. And then it says here on paper, Painter had little more coming back this season. We all know how good uh, Carson Edwards was going to be, but he was surrounded by a lot of whatever. No one knew what to expect from a team that lost four senior starters, especially playing in a league as tough as the Big Ten, with two national title contenders at the top. But Painter found a way to get the job done, winning a share of the regular season title. So congrats to him. Carson Edwards, by the way, averaging over 23 points a game. Um, Getting two, by the way, our Minnesota Golden Gophers. Disappointing season. Coach Patino playing for his job, or playing coaching for his job. And again, after um, a game in Maryland that was disappointing. Look, there's no shame in losing to Maryland, especially on the road at Maryland. But again, they just seem to just not have that oomph that, you know, whatever. They played better in the second half, but... I don't know, man. If they lose to Penn State, like I said, I just don't think they're in. And I know I'm. I may be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. But if they lose to Penn State, I don't. I don't see how it's done. I really don't. You know. And then, you know. Um, let's see. So tomorrow, Thursday, Friday, you have the quarterfinal games, and that's where you have the top four seeds in the tournament. The number one seed in the Big Ten tournament is Michigan State this year. Number two is Purdue. Number three is Michigan. And number four, the Wisconsin Badgers with uh, Mr. Happ out there, Ethan Happ. And, you know, here they go again as well because, you know, this was supposed to be the rebuilding year for Wisconsin. And now they are back in the mix. 14 and 6 in conference. Um, Wisconsin is 22-9 and nine overall. And here they are. And by the way, folks, again, on Sports Done Right, we do have the Big Ten all-conference teams. I'm going to go with the media voting panel because we have a gopher on the first team there. So let's go with that. On the Big Ten, men's basketball is selected by media. The first team, um, you have... Bruno Fernando from Maryland, 
Cassius Winston from Michigan State. We have some sound from Cassius here as well coming up. Jordan Murphy, the one and only Minnesota Golden Gopher. Um, Carson Edwards from Purdue. And Ethan Happ from that team over the border in, you know, over there. But anyway, here's a little sound from uh, Cassius Winston. And, you know, what a phenomenal player he is in the Big Ten as well. And, you know, Michigan State, very lucky to have a player like this. Company, Grady Eifert, just an incredible season for a Purdue team that had a lot to replace. Then you have Cassius Winston, who is the Big Ten Player of the Year. Averaged nearly 20 points a game, around eight assists, nine assists a game. And uh, Cassius Winston was on Big Ten Network last night, and Mike Hall asked him how he's different this year from last year. I think I've grown in a lot of ways, just, you know, more confident, more aggressive. Uh, I'm a better leader for my team. All those type of things I took. A, I think I took a big step in. And actually had the wrong sound clip there. But, you know, it is what it is. So Big Ten tournament underway. I Look, I'm expecting big things here from Michigan State and Purdue. I think... If you're going to have a sleeper, I think Wisconsin, once again, you know, they just seem to kind of find that stride, um, you know, during this time of year. And I think you could definitely see Wisconsin maybe sneaking into the finals and playing either Michigan or Purdue. But I think in the end, um, Illinois, like I said, may may have a little run here if they can get past their uh, squad up in Northwestern. But, man, I'm really looking for either Michigan State or Purdue to come out of this tournament with the championship. And then from there, it's Selection Sunday, and I think you're going to have a lot of Minnesota Gopher fans very nervous. I think for the Gophers on in this Penn State game tomorrow, set for 6 o'clock on the Big Ten Network, I think that, um, man, you're going to find out very early where this Gopher team is. They've had trouble kind of coming out and, you know, just hitting it. Just feeling their oats, hitting it, getting after it. And they're going to have to do that because Penn State is coming in to make some noise. Penn State's coming in to, you know, um, make a little noise in this tournament to get the recruitment you know, get that excited for next year and to start building their program. And very quickly here, I'll go to the Big Ten Power Rankings from John Crispin, again, one of our favorite um, basketball analysts for the Big Ten Network here. And now this was from a week ago. We didn't do a show last week, so this was from a week ago. But I think it's all kind of, you know, in... um, Oops in the mix there and whoops i'm sorry we're having a little technical issue with the phone line here i gotta double check that um let's do this i'm gonna take a quick break here i'm gonna double check get our phone line set up for jersey Vern. um it, it for some reason wasn't popping through so let's just take a quick break when we come back we'll do the big 10 power rankings we'll talk a little bit more about the big 10 tournament and of course, Jersey Vern coming on at Odell Beckham, the the major news. Um, obviously, all kinds of other stuff going on. Bar staying in Minnesota. Latavius Murray looks like he's uh, out of Minnesota and on his way down to New Orleans. So keep it tuned here. We will be right back. Sports done right with Vince Wright, sports governor. Hi, this is Terry Crews. 
actor, former football player, game show host, father of five, and all-around big dude. I'm also an expert on drama. I know all kinds of drama. There's the good kind that comes with having a house full of kids. There's the bad kind like season-ending injuries. There's the necessary kind like having an agent in Hollywood. And there's silly drama like the drama around my percolating pectorals. And then there's the drama you can skip. Skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency. Find free adult education classes near you and finish your high school diploma. Visit finishyourdiploma.org. Or text DIPLOMA to 97779. Message and data rates may apply. Reply STOP to opt out. That's DIPLOMA to 97779. And leave the drama to actors like me. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ed Council. Get your chance to win. Two tickets to the Dungeon Family. Yes, the Dungeon Family. All you need to do is go to xsquadaffiliates.com forward slash contest changing listening habits The mad style, so step off the Frankfurter. Yo, Fife, you remember that routine that we used to make spiffy like Mr. Clean? Um, um, a tidbit, um, a smidgen. I don't get the message, so you got to <laughs> okay. run the pigeon. You're on point, Fife. All the time, tip. You're on point, Fife. All the time, tip. You're on point, Fife. All the time, tip. But then grab the microphone and let your words rip. Now, here's a funky introduction of how nice I am. Tell your mother, tell your father, send a telegram. I'm like an energizer because you see I last long. My crew is never ever whack because we stand strong. Now if you say my style is whack, this way you're dead wrong. I say that body and El Segundo, then push it along. You'll be a fool to reply the fight is not the man. Because you know and I know that you know who I am. A special shout out piece goes out to all my pals, you see. And a middle finger goes for all you punk MCs. Because I love it when you whack MCs despise me. They get vexed, I will next, can not contest me. I'm just a flat MC who's five for three and very brave. On top remaining, no home training because I misbehave. I come correct and full effect of all my holes in check. And before I get the butt, the gym must be a wreck. You see, my aura's positive, I don't promote no junk. See, I'm far from a bully and I ain't a punk. Extremity of rhythm, yeah, that's what you heard. So just clean out your ears and just check the word. Check the time, man. Was so rumping that the brothers rolled the zap. Hey yo, tip, do you recall when we used to rock? Uh-huh. Those fly routines on your cousin's block? 
Um, let me see. Damn, I can't remember. I'll receive the message and you will play the same. You're on point tip. All the time, Fife. You're on point tip. Yeah, all the time, Fife. You're on point tip. You're all the time, Fife. So play the resurrector yeah. and give the dead some life. Okay, if knowledge is the key, then just show me the lock. Got the scrawny legs, but I move just like Lou Brock with speed. I'm agile, plus I'm worth your while. 100% intelligent black child. My opera presentation sizzles the retina. How far must you go to gain respect? Um, well, it's kind of simple. Just remain your own or you'll be crazy, sad, and alone. Industry rule number 4080, record company people are shady, so kids watch your back cause I think they smoke crack, I don't doubt it, look at how they act, look off the better things like a hip hop forum, pass me the rock and I'll score them with the corn and proper, what you say hammer, proper, rap is not pop, if you call it that then stop. It's official. He's Minnesota's number one sports color commentator. The people got it right, and now it's time for you to get your sports done right. With the governor of sports talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Now, let's get back to the show. What up, everybody? Vince Wright, sports governor, coming to you. Sports done right. Another Tuesday night edition of Minnesota's Favorite Sports Podcast. I am Vince Wright, the Sports Governor. And by the way, make sure you're checking me out on my other show here with my homies Maddie G and Justin Ekstrom. Together, we are doing the North Star Sports Podcast. Again, everything Minnesota. All kinds of sports. Hockey. I mean, everything. Hockey, football, baseball, basketball, soccer, the Gophers. Uh, everything will be covered um, on the North Star Sports Podcast as well. So make sure you are checking us out. Um, Jersey Vern's going to be calling in here very shortly. We're going to get into the NFL, specifically Odell Beckham. Going to talk a little bit about the Vikings here. And I actually had some sound pulled. Um, Jersey's going to be calling in any minute. So I'm going to save this interview for after we speak with Jersey. Kirk Cousins was on the PA and Dubay show. Here comes Jersey. One second. Jersey Vern, can you hear me? You there, Jersey? Yeah, I'm here, bro. Okay. Oops, there we go. Let me get your volume up a little bit. How you doing, brother? Oh, I'm good. How about you? Good, good. Uh, it sounds like you're a little far away. Um, and I don't sure, know. Hold on, it, hold on. Uh, you hear me now? Yeah, a little bit better. A little bit better. Oh, uh, yeah. Let me see something. Let me see something. Okay. Hold on. Let me get on. Uh, I'm getting another headset. All right. And again, folks, Jersey Vern, the one and only. Uh, you hear me? Yeah, there we go, Jersey. That's much better. Yeah. All right, man. So here we go. What do you think? Odell Beckham's gone from your squad, man. I mean, how 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 do you feel about this? Uh, well, first and foremost, right, you know, motherfuckers say, uh, 
uh, well, G-Rock is lying or something like that, you know, but you don't know what's in me or you don't know what I know. You know what I'm saying? You don't know what's going on with my team. It's quick to make an assumption that's just like people going to say about what Pittsburgh did. You know what I'm saying? I can suggest what they did wrong or I can suggest that uh, uh, Brown was wrong for what he did, but I don't know what's going on with that man and Ben Roethlisberger and nothing like that. But with this team right here, I know what the fuck going on. What's going on is, I said this on my show a long time ago, the owner listens to Mike Francesca's show a lot. He takes emails and uh, uh, letters from the fans, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of fans, right, that didn't like Beckham. Wanted him gone. This has been going on ever since he snubbed Mike Francesca at an event they were supposed to do together, right? And there was other players that was there, too. Mike Francesca trying to say, oh, Odell Beckham, um, you know, he disappointed the kids. Right. No, all along, you want your fat, gumby ass to be right <laughs> next to him, you know, at an event, you know, so you can be the talk of the town and WFAN, right? But, uh, you know, like I told you, I, I have, I have a, a boy that uh, works in the system uh, with the Giants, right? Uh, he told me a while ago, his son coming down the pipe. You ain't going to like it, you know, but it's coming down the pipe. So that could be a little bit of everything, but all along I knew it was Beckham because when Beckham went out for those last, what, four games of the season? Right. Right. Uh, the team was moving the ball, the team was playing. The only reason the team lost them games is because of the defense because they were scoring the ball. Okay, we had receivers like uh, – Corey Coleman that used to play with the Browns out of um he went to Baylor, right? Used to right. play at the Browns. He was with Buffalo. Uh he's a good player. I don't know what happened with them two teams, but ever since he came to Giants, we had a running back kick. He took one to the house and he almost took a couple others to the house, right? So then once um Odell went down, they made him wide receiver. See what it is, people overthink the um the whole situation, you know, just because this man down uh, somebody steps in, they do a little good, the team moving the ball and all that. Oh, that you uh better without him. No, we don't, we're not going to never be – we'll be great with him when he's happy, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of that had to do with the quarterback because uh, the quarterback wasn't really hitting players like he should be hitting them. Um, I don't know if uh, – uh, I know Eli never had nothing because Eli don't really talk about players or down players. Eli, because when they talk to him in the media, he got a show with Mike Francesca. Mike Francesca would be trying to bait him into saying something bad about Beckham, but he never do. He said, Odell is, uh, is one of our best, and um, okay. I'm going to continue to go to my best. And uh, if it works, it works. If it don't, we, we got to try again. We got to go back to that's the type of person Eli is. So right. he never put nobody up on the bus. He's not a Ben Roethlisberger. But <laughs> uh, anyway. But anyway. So, uh, well, I was just going to yeah. say real quick, Jersey. So, you know, just in terms, you know, initial reaction here, what does this do for your Giants next year? I mean, you know, this is obviously a huge weapon taken out of the arsenal. I mean, we've talked many times about, you know, just the situation with the quarterback, the offensive side of the ball there. What's going to happen to your Giants in terms of on the field? Well, uh, first and foremost, uh, uh, this is Eli last year, but I don't I don't plan on him really being a focus of this. 
you know, uh, people can say he is going to be there because they didn't make no move with him. But see, if you make a move with him right now, he takes away uh, what you want to really do in the draft, you know. If you was getting rid of Eli now, everybody know you're going for Haskins. People that want a Haskins uh, end up, you know, moving ahead of you to try to get him, you know. So uh, what we're doing is we're keeping everything quiet as far as the quarterback situation because they always ask about that. You know, John's always going to say, well, Eli Manning got another year. Eli Manning is here. But that don't mean he's going to be there. But as far as moving forward, we have one of the best backs in the league. Versatile. He can catch the ball. He can run the ball. He can create. He can make his own hole. Uh, we picked up a couple of linemen. And uh, I figure, like, with the draft choices we had, we got Cleveland 17, our six, plus we got two third-rounders. We got a fourth-rounder. We got a fifth round. So if we can't pick up nothing to fill holes, then uh, Gutterman got to go. I didn't like them hiring the GM and coach mm-hmm. in the first place. You know, uh, I don't know what you thought about the coach. He used to be your offensive coordinator, but I never wanted him. I never wanted Gutterman to be the GM. Um, well, Jesse, now let I me. Bet you, oh, I'm sorry, yeah. but I was just going to say, let me run this by you because uh, Cordell and uh, X Squad Affiliates, uh, the Groove Me page here. I thought he had a very uh, interesting take, and I just wanted to get your take on it since we got you on. Again, the number one chief rocker, Jersey Vern, joining Vince Wright, the sports governor here on Sports Done Right, with the breaking news, or Odell Beckham off to the Cleveland Browns. So he says here, whoops, uh, the Browns won the sprint, but the Giants will win the marathon. The Giants got out in front of a potential Antonio Brown type of situation with OBJ. I like the move for both teams, but the Giants in particular get to start a mini franchise rebuild with players that are hopefully all about team and not about me, me, me. Your thoughts? Yeah. Yeah. I, you know what, uh, Vince? I could say the same thing, you know, but I like the player. I like the player. I grew with the player as far as long as he's been here. This player has won. Uh, he, he he broke Randy Moss rookie record. He broke he broke Randy Moss three years right. as a receiver records. You know, so Randy Moss is a Hall of Famer, right? Absolutely. So if this man if this man had a quarterback that was hitting him, uh, he a lot of times uh, Beckham was running down the field and wide open and no ball. You know what I'm saying? So if he had a quarterback. That was a little mobile. He ain't had to be a lot mobile, just a little mobile. Uh, can give you that second look. He would, he would, he probably would have a, a, a lot of better records than a lot of other receivers right now. Absolutely. But we didn't have that. Okay. But I see what Cordell's saying. Yeah, I'm all for my franchise. I'm not for just one individual player. Even though I like Beckham like that, I'm not for one player. If they felt that Beckham was going to be a problem, if he was going to create problems, you know, this season or the upcoming seasons, but he got a big contract. Uh, if it's, if somebody out there gonna give us something that's worthwhile getting, getting we gonna get it. Absolutely, uh, I, and, I feel we made up. Like Cordell said, we yeah, made up because I, because we got two number ones. Y'all remember Julius? I mean, uh, what's right. his name? Uh, and Jersey, that's the thing, man. And that was kind of you know once everybody kind of calmed down with the initial right. news. Oh my God, right. Odell Beckham's going to Cleveland, which obviously a huge headline. But once you, you know, yeah, look at this trade, 
it, it, kind of like you know um, the mini Dallas Cowboys Vikings thing that set Dallas right. up for all those things. Now I'm not saying you know you guys are going to go win three Super Bowls, but yeah, right. this you guys like like Cordell and, said. I think you won the marathon. And uh, uh, somebody said to me, you know, because I've been getting all kind of texts, emails. Oh, somebody I'm sure said to you, me, you catching it, uh, sure, Jersey. <laughs> uh, they made a statement, right? I said, well, the Giants organization has uh, four Super Bowls. It was in five Super Bowl. We have four and one in Super Bowl, uh, but you didn't have one with OBJ. I said, uh, correctly, we didn't have one with him. Was we going to get one? I will never know. Are you going to get one with Cleveland? You may not. So he may not never get one, you know? So my thing, my, my thing is, Vince, we're going to be good, man, because uh, I think deep down inside what the Giants doing is going back to Giants football. There's no one man. We, if you look at all our Super Bowl, there was never no one man that dominated none of them Super Bowls or dominated our team throughout the season. We always played as a team. So I look at it like this. We just got to move on and play like a team and win like a team. Absolutely. You know, I'm looking for my team to still do good regardless of who ain't there, you know? No, I mean, so, well said, and, you know, I mean, I'm sorry, boss, go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I wasn't going, no, I, I just coughed. I wasn't saying that. All right. Hey, real quick, I want to say what up to Mo Cheese, Mr. Grits himself. want to say what up to Larry B, the the fearless leaders, I call him, from IE Sports Radio, where I do my boxing show, Ringside. We're going to get one of those taped up here very shortly as well, probably next week there. So what up, Larry B? And a special shout out to my main man, my little cousin, Eric McLaren. Um, Eric, I hope you are doing well. We we are praying and missing cousin Mike, but um, we, we are hoping he's smiling down on us and guiding us along the way here. But I am glad that my cousin Eric joined us here from Houston, Texas, by way of um, that city that Jersey loves, the Boston metropolitan uh, area. A huge <laughs> Patriots and Red Sox fan, Jersey. What can I say? Rest in peace to your cuz. Thank and, you. Um, hey, man, I'm, I'm, I'm just put it plain and simple, man. Right? Uh, I, I enjoyed Beckham when he was here. You know, never forget the man because he, you know, and then, and then like a lot of people see, this is, this is what I hate about hypocrites, right? And these people, boy. they know what I'm talking about once I mention this. This is what I hate about hypocrites, right? They always say, well, he always hurt. He ain't on the field. He ain't better than so-and-so. He ain't better than so-and-so. But why all of a sudden we trade him? It's like we trade the motherfucking Messiah. It's like we traded Jesus Christ or somebody. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, but see, these are hypocrites. You know, these are people that just want to rag me because I'm a diehard John fan. Right. I don't know if they diehard to their team. But yeah, I'm down hard. I, this is all I know. I grew up with the, the teams I cheered for. I, I never, you never see me going over there talking about, oh, I'm a Warrior fan. Oh, oh, I'm a Cowboy fan. You know, I'm not switching teams. You know what I'm saying? I'm with who I grew up with. You know, 50 years of being with these teams. And I'm going to die with them. You know, still. Got my blue and red and white on. Uh, Got oh, my orange jersey. And blue on. Let me tell you something, man. Because you know, yeah. you know, I'm always going at your your Knicks and 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 you know, giving you grief as well. But you know, for me, it's all in good fun because that's what you are. Uh-huh. I mean, you're from New York. You know, you grew up with these teams, even though you've been in Atlanta now for what 15, 20 years. I can totally understand. You know, that's your allegiance. I, I mean, I still, you know, my favorite team is the Cubs. 
I mean, I get it. Right. <laughs> you know, I mean, I didn't grow up in Chicago, but that's where I'm from. So I, I mean, right. you know, I, I I get it, and I and I love how you ride or die. I give you grief. I have fun with you, but you are a true fan, and that's why I reached out to you real quick before the show started tonight because I just wanted to get you on because of this breaking news and because of your Giants knowledge. So with that being said, man, okay, Odell Beckham Jr. is gone. Um, right. We're I think on the tail end of Eli Manning. Is this? After this year, I mean, they got to find a way to, to draft a quarterback. I know I don't know who's out there college-wise or find a way to bring somebody in, man, because, yeah, I mean, Eli's got to be done. Well, um, if if the script goes like is planned on going, if Arizona go ahead on and draft Murray, uh, Haskins will fall to the Giants at six, and they will draft Haskins. If Eli, they, they didn't have to talk with Eli already. And, and no, nobody going to say what the talk was. You know, I can't even get that out of my boy. But Eli didn't have to talk. It's either you're going to tutor a quarterback or you're going to take a pay cut or the third choice is we can't use you no more. Right. Right? It's, it's, it's not too late for him because camps ain't even start yet. But, you know, in June is when a lot of teams get rid of veterans that they don't want to carry their contract no more or they feel that they got a, a player that can move them out. So they start cutting these veterans in June. Mm -hmm. That's what's going to happen. So if Eli don't agree with some of this stuff, they just take the loss. They cut him and pay him his money. You know, that's all. But um, I, I look at it like this, right? Uh, I've been wanting Eli to go. I mean, I never wish hurt on anybody. I used to always wish that he got hurt, man. Because I just don't like, for one, how his father made the Giants. Made the Giants draft him. And bring him there. And this had a lot to do with Ernie Acorsi. And um, rest in peace to the dead. But he was a bum. He was a bum. Him and him and, him and um, Papa Manny was uh, Archie Manny. They was good friends. And Archie didn't want his son out in San Diego. So he asked Ernie to make this thing happen. And, and like I said, the Mara family, even though this is the son that's running it now, because Pop's been died, right? Uh, you know... They, they go along with this stupid shit, man. And then and then I told you, the Myra family and Rooney family are close. After the Myra yeah. family seeing what happened to the Rooney family with uh, uh, Brown, they, it just said, man, this, we can't let this shit happen. And Odell had put on um, on a blog that uh, it's a couple of teams he wouldn't mind being traded to, you know, because he knows it's going to get red. You know, and then you got a lot of New York fans, right? And I'm not going to call out who the fans are. We all know who, who don't like Odell, right? Every yeah, day, but... every Mike Francesa people. And then you know who Mike Francesa is. You know his crowd of people that he has on his show. Because when him and Mad Dog used to be together, the same people. They call in every day. The cancer is Odell. Uh, Odell got to go, Mike. How are we going to get him out of town? And so Mike told right. them that Gunnerman was saying we didn't sign this man to get rid of him. But now you just became a hypocrite because you got rid of him. Hey, you Jersey. Yeah, and Jersey, kind of the next question I have for you here, and again, this is Sports Done Right, Vince Wright, the sports governor of Minnesota, talking with Jersey Vern, everybody's favorite, one of our probably the favorite guests on the Sports Done Right show. And I just wanted to ask you because it seems like, you know, outside of the Yankees, 
it's it's kind of hard times right now being a sports fan, a, a New York sports fan. Uh, I actually have the Knicks on the monitor right now. It looks like they're po- probably going to lose here to Indiana. Um, they're thirteen and fifty four. You know the Jets are the Jets. You know they're they're trying to make some moves, sign a, a nice linebacker, thought a um, bar from the. But you name the teams. You name the teams that is not. You name the team that's not my team. The Jets no, are not I know, my but, but but I my point being in Jersey, yeah, is that yeah. just in general. You know, from uh-huh. the Knicks to the Jets. Okay. You know, I the Giants, you yeah. know, a disappointing year uh-huh. last year. Um, you know, we can toss in the hockey teams as well because the Rangers and Islanders ain't done nothing for a minute. You know, it's it's just kind of a, a tough time being a New York sports fan right now. That's all I'm saying. I'm not trying to talk shit, but <sighs> okay. I'm just saying yeah, it's I, just kind of tough outside that's the Yankees. All, yeah, that's all, that's all you're saying to all New York fans. Um but uh, let me let me uh, put some light to that, right? Uh, matter of fact, um, me and Jungle Brother on on my network, uh, we supposed to do a show and talk about uh, the the youth of the Knicks. Right now, the the Knicks have the oldest person on their team is DeAndre Jordan, and probably uh, the the cat Thomas. But Thomas is not that old; he's like early thirties, right? All those cats are young. All of them, and all of them have potential because every game the Knicks play, they are in until late in the last quarter or the last quarter. It seems like they don't know who to go to guy. They start, they, they feel they're wow. in the game, and they don't know what really to do. And so, it's funny you, you know, just t- happened to say that, brother. Again, didn't mean to cut you off, but they nailed a basket here, cut it to 101 to 98 with 19 right. and a half and, seconds. And go- so. So kind of like you said, they're all, they seem to be in games late. They just can't pull them out. Right, right, and, and that's been most of all their games, man. But uh, uh, we got money. We got money to spend. If we can look up and get two free agents, you know, two top eight free agents next year, or we, we can get an A and a close to A, like a B, right, B-plus player, right. to go along with our draft choice, but we're going to be in the top three draft pick. And the top three players in uh, college right now is uh, Mr. Zion Williams, Barrett, and the kid out of, uh, uh, what's that school? Uh, shit, start with M. Uh, Mary State. The, okay. the guard oh, right, out of Mary right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, forgot his name, but truth. yeah. The, Moet, I said Moran. Yeah. Moran or something like that. He's the truth. So we're going to be in the top three. So that's right. another good player, okay. but uh, I'm not worried. I'm not worried about. I'm not worried about the Knicks right now because the Knicks have the whole summer to work on what they're going to do. Decide yeah. on who they're going to keep. And ironically, out the Jersey right on time. Here is Grego in the chat room. Also, want to say what up to Fly Ty. He's got his ears on. I appreciate uh, both of you gentlemen joining us. Uh, Grego just kind of hovering. Um, right on time with the New York talk. He drops his uh, sushi eating ass in, as you like to say. <laughs> <laughs> sushi rice eating. There you go. There you go. <laughs> hey, man. Yeah, real. Hey, Jersey, real quick, man. Um, first off, I hope you and Jungle get that show up and running again. That's going to be on X Squad Radio Network. Um, make sure you, you guys not only follow X Squad. But, man, follow all the great shows. Go to xsquadaffiliates.com because the hardest working man in podcasting on the other end of this phone line, Jersey Vern, 
Man, we got all kinds of great shows, all kinds of great hosts and content. And and it's not just sports. You know, we're talking current issues. Everybody, you know, there's there's all kinds of relationship shows. So X-Squad Affiliates, check them out. Check them out on Spreaker and go to the uh, website as well. Man, I hope you guys get that show going off soon, Jersey, because I, I would love to hear. First off, I'd love to hear you and Jungle back at it. I mean, it's been way... Uh, way too long since you two have have, have been at it, uh, you know, doing your own show. Um, I miss hearing you two together. But then to throw in New York sports talk with the two oh, yeah. biggest New York fans out there, <laughs> man, sign me up. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's, it's going to be uh, – I'm getting ready to uh, work on that um, this weekend, man. I'm going to work on that so we can have a set date so we can advertise it. But, uh, yeah, we get ready to come on in and talk about these Knicks, and uh, you know we're going to lead up to the Giants and uh, what just happened. But uh, yeah. I, I look at it like this, man. We're going to be good, man. We're going to be good. That's just like you almost lost your whole damn team. But you right. know what? Right. You kept a key component. He came back, that linebacker. Yeah, so, bar. Yep. Uh, yeah, so I, I feel uh, that, you know, if, if you lose a, a player or two, that happens every year to everybody. You lose a superstar, that happens once in a while, but you got to suck it up and do what you got to do. Look at, um, look at the 49ers. They lost about five players in the same offseason because the coach left, and then one or two was a health reason, but the rest of them just quit. They, they didn't feel it no more. You know, right. so things like that happen. Uh, uh, all I can say to Cleveland is um, – if this coach you got and you made your head coach, if he don't get it right, and then your quarterback, if he think if he think about what he did this past season going into next year, uh, people was game planning for him. So it ain't going to be as easy as Beckham, Landry, and uh, all the other players they pick up. You know, It ain't going to be as easy as you think it is because teams going to be keying on you, and you're going to play some hard-fought games. That's all. So uh, I wish we had him on the schedule. You know, I, I definitely wish we had him on the schedule because uh, when we when we lose a player or a player leaves us, um, my main thing is to get back at him to show him that you left one of the best organizations you can ever play for. Absolutely. All right, Jersey. Hey, man, I'm going to let you get back to your night, brother. Thank you so much for joining us here. Um, tell the people where they can find you, what you're working on. And, um, again, the people of Minnesota, thank you, brother. Uh, number one, Chief Rocket Jersey Journey, uh, X Squad 24 7 Radio, Mondays 10 to 1, 10 a.m. to 1 Eastern Standard Time. Uh, Thursday, I'll be on this Thursday from 10 to 1 Eastern Standard Time. And all I want to say to everybody in the chat room, everybody that's listening, got your ears on, this is a show you ain't going to want to miss because I'm coming out with fire. You think I have fire on my show, on show earlier? You wait till my show. I'm one-on-one with this mic for three motherfucking hours, you know? <laughs> so if you want to come on and be a part of it, bring it. I don't give a fuck what you got to say, who you think uh, you are, or what you think I am. Just bring your ass on the show, and I'll show you. All right. That's all. all but anyway, right. best I think, oh, oh, I got a public service announcement. Yes, go and, ahead. Uh, I, I don't think I can really get sued for this because it, it, it should be in the news. But uh, I tell people, because I work... Uh, doing security for Delta, uh, you know, a little off-branch of Delta. We used to Delta Global, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they found some maggots or 
some type of little bug. Let me see. I don't want to say the wrong thing, so I'm a, I'm a, I'm a go to that where I just had got the uh, information from and look at it. Uh, it was a picture of it too. It says a uh, man found. Let me see. Come on, come on, come on. God damn it. Do I, I do I have to say allegedly to protect the show jersey or something? <laughs> yeah, say, say allegedly. Allegedly, uh, okay, you, there we go. Yeah, you can say that. You can say that, but uh, it, it was found. Okay, man found um, baggage and Delta um, first class meal, right? Uh, one thing about that, right? One thing about that, and I told people uh, that I was close to that like to fly a lot. Especially these long trips where you get to eat dinner, I told them, eat before you get on the plane. Don't all right, eat before you get on the <laughs> plane because the shit I see going around in the gate gourmets and shit like that, you don't want to fuck with the food. You know, you all them snacks, sodas, and drinks and all that—that's cool. But the actually food they package up, take a second thought about it, and that's all I'm gonna say. And with all that, man, there you go. You have a good show, brother. I'll be having, I've got my ears on, and I'm um, just sit back, man, and uh, watch this Gonzaga game, man. And um, yeah, yeah, I'll at you, bitch. All right, Jersey. Thank you so much, brother. Good luck with everything down there, man. I'll be in touch soon, and uh, have a good week, brother. We will talk to you later. Uh, you do the same, man. Right. I'm coming to Minnesota, bro. Hey, we we got your room ready, man. We, we we're just waiting on you, bro. All right, I'll be there. All right, man. Take care. All right, the one and only Jersey Vern, everybody. All right, let's do this. We're just going to take a quick break. I want to say what up to the one and only, my main man, the Bunny Hunter. That's right, J. Clyde in the house, Snow Bunny Hunter extraordinaire all the way down there from Florida by way of Brasilia. Can't wait to see more of them Brazil trips there, Jay Clyde. Thanks for popping in, man. And we will be right back. When we come back, we're going to talk a little NFL Vikings scenario. I got a interview that Kirk Cousins did on KFAN here on uh, Paul Allen's show that I I want people to hear, especially people who are out there nationally asking me Kirk Cousins stuff. Um, because you will hear exactly kind of where he is in his mind frame and with uh, the new coaches and things like that. And I think uh, we'll discuss a, a little bit of the Timberwolves as well. So let's get into our last break of the evening. When we come back, more sports talk here on Sports Done Right. Keep it tuned. Get your chance to win. Two tickets to the Dungeon Family. Yes, the Dungeon Family. Us outcasts. Good evening, Seals. Witch Doctor. Sleepy Brown. Cool Greens. Backbone. Organized Noise. And you can never quite the same. Live in Atlanta. April 20th at the Fabulous Fox Theater. Or win two dinner tickets for your choice with a value up to $120. All you need to do is go to xsquadaffiliates.com forward slash contest. This is a podcast. 
Hey, what's happening, everybody? Vince Wright, the sports governor, chilling with Mr. Cabal himself, Jersey Vern, the chief rocker. Jets, Giants, Rangers, Knicks, Islanders, my main man's got it covered. And plus, he's from New York, y'all. Start spreading the news. I'm leaving today. Man, <laughs> That what we do. Eat, sleep, grind, grind, repeat, repeat. That's what we do. Number one, she rock man, Delion. Every Saturday we got it going on. Might call your mama up, talk support, shout you out in the chat, thank for your support. X squad, act like you know. SME, yo, here we go. Ha ha, yo, here we go. SME, yo, here we go. Eat, sleep. Coming, I can feel it. 
imagination running. My universe is changing before my eyes, and it's amazing. Say it's amazing. It's a brand new day. I'ma do it my way. Make a brand new day. It's amazing. It's a brand new year. Let me wipe these tears. Keep it right, right here. It's amazing. Anxiety's behind me. I'll keep running, so it won't find me. I never let these negative times bring me down. 'Cause life's a circle. It keeps spinning round and round. And better days are coming. So much better. Way more cheddar. Moving better. Better days are coming. New beginning. We keep winning. No more sinning. Better days are coming. Sorrow. Yesterday still hurts. Tomorrow turn negativity to positive energy. Accept the sensitivity and never let it get to me. One rhyme, one sign of the time, so no more fretting. Better days are coming. I keep saying, I keep hoping, and I keep praying the better days are coming. 'Cause I can't take it much longer. I can't be much stronger 'cause I don't belong here. Yeah, better days are coming. Imagination running. Ah ah ah. My universe is changing before my eyes, and it's amazing. Said it's amazing. So much better. Way more cheddar. No vendettas. It's amazing. New beginning. We keep winning. No more sinning. It's amazing. I know one thing. We turn nothing into something. It's amazing. And I know somehow got the rundown from sun up sundown. It's amazing. It's official. He's Minnesota's number one sports color commentator. The people got it right, and now it's time for you to get your sports done right with the governor of sports talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Now let's get back to the show. Hey, what's up, everybody? Vince Wright, the sports governor from the great state of Minnesota, coming to you live and direct. This is the Sports Done Right here on Spreaker.com, and I thank you for joining us here as we're getting into the last segment of our show tonight, and we're going to talk about the Vikings and the Timberwolves to kind of end this out here, and whoops, there we go. Of course, when you're the one-man band, you have some technical things like this. All right, so chat room's propping off Spreaker.com chat room. Um, I want to say Big Mike um, has sent us a question 
And where did we put that regarding Anthony Barr? We'll get to that in a second. want to say what up to Sarah from Arden Hills, Minnesota. She's joining us here via the Twittersphere, saying what up to everybody. Who else do we got here? Um, we have uh, J-Dubs, it looks like, over in Minneapolis. And we also have... Rachel over in Northeast Minneapolis joining us as well. A few other people, I'll get to them in a moment. But Vikings fans, welcome to the Kirk Cousins contract era. $10 million of cap space, no room to do anything. Latavius Murray looks like he's on his way down to um, New Orleans. Um, Anthony Barr is back. <laughs> he was looks like he was on his way off to New York, and I was just pulling up the deets here in Latavius's deal. Not not a done deal yet, but they're getting close, looking to be between maybe three to five million per uh, for your for your uh, four year deal. There is what the gov is trying to say. And again, um, quickly, folks, you can follow this show, Sports Done Right. Um, not only on Spreaker.com, but now we are finally on iTunes. We are on TuneIn Radio and Stitcher Radio for your streaming services. Um, soon to be on Google Play as well and possibly SoundCloud. But we are also available on Facebook. Make sure you go to the Sports Done Right page, W-R-I-G-H-T. And you can follow me, yours truly, Vince Wright, on Twitter at the Big Smooth one That's the number one after the Big Smooth. And folks, you can follow us on Instagram at Sports Done Right as well. So, um, Anthony Barr comes back. Uh, looks like five years, sixty-seven and a half million. And I, my notes don't have the guaranteed portion of that. But regardless, he's back. But what else can we really do here? No money to really do anything. Who's going to restructure their contracts in Vikings land? You gave Kurt all this money, all the guaranteed money. Now kind of paying the piper a little bit. And by the way, still lots of holes on this team. You know, the defense took a step back last year. They're not necessarily better. Offensive line still has questions and issues. Now we're losing Latavius Murray. We don't have a number three receiver, by the way. And I, I, you know, I mean, Laquan Treadwell, I doubt will be a member of this team next year, but I don't know. So you want to hear from the quarterback. He did an interview a few days ago on KFAN. This is courtesy of the PA, the Paul Allen Show. PA is the voice of the Minnesota Vikings. You have definitely heard his calls uh, being highlighted all over the place. And I'll admit because people know I haven't been the biggest fan of Paul Allen in terms of a football announcer. Um, I, I love him out at the horse racing track. I, I think he does a phenomenal job there. But, you know, regardless of how you feel, he does know Vikings. And he does, you know, he's the, he's the, uh, the head guy on the biggest radio show in town. And let's see what Kirk Cousins had to say to him. This interview is going to run about seven minutes. So, um Lock in, load in fans, and then we'll come back. We'll uh, discuss that, discuss the Timberwolves, and get on out of here. So here is Kirk Cousins again on the KFAN's Paul Allen Show. 
Kirk Cousins cold, cold, cold called 9 to noon on a nondescript Friday. Chilly March, Twin Cities, super cool. Kevin Stefanski, full-time offensive coordinator. Gary Kubiak, assistant head coach, offensive advisor. Uh, when, when you get back in April and you start putting the whole thing together, what do you expect? Well, I'm thrilled. I'm excited. Uh, honestly, I wish week one was this coming Sunday. I, I, I understand OTAs and training camp are part of the process. you got to build a foundation, but I'm ready to get this bad taste out of my mouth and get back to playing real football. Um, I'm so excited, and uh, it feels like this offseason has just been dragging on. So uh, thrilled about Kevin being in his role. We've had a great relationship. I go back to when I met him at the Senior Bowl, and I just always felt like he was the right kind of coach that he would have success in this league and that I hope my path would, would cross with his again. And so the fact uh, that he'll be the coordinator, I think, is a great thing, not only for our team, but specifically for me as a quarterback. We have really good dialogue, and he's very self-aware and just understands what you need to do to be a great coach in this league. And then bringing in Coach Kubiak, I think, uh, is a huge positive. Uh, everybody you know, speaks well with Coach Kub, who's been around him, and uh, he's going to provide some great experience and insight to our offense and to our team, both to Coach Zimmer and to Coach Stefanski. And it really helps that Kevin gets the dynamic. He knows how to, you know, take charge and, and uh, be the offensive coordinator and be the single voice in the room. And yet at the same time, allow Coach Boob to speak into things and provide insight that will only help us be a better offense and Kevin be a, a better coach. And so I think having two guys like that in both Coob and Kevin who are self-aware enough to work well together, I think it'll be a really good fit for our team. Okay, you're an elite football mind. We're not. And and when they when they made the move with, with Gary Kubiak, we heard a lot of zone blocking scheme, what he did with Arian Foster and Matt Schaub in Houston and winning Super Bowl 50 and the whole thing. The, the Certainly, teams don't run just one thing all the time. But like with the zone blocking scheme, say they do more of that, how, how can that complement and help you? Well, I'm interested to see what it ends up looking like, just like anybody else, because we haven't had those meetings yet. We haven't gone into conversations on what it's actually going to look like. But uh, I would think it's going to be a combination of a lot of run schemes. But I would also think that that outside zone, stretch zone, fast zone blocking scheme that has been somewhat unique to Coach Dennison and Coach Kubiak going back to the Denver and Houston days, I would think that that is going to be uh, a, uh, a strong piece of our run game and then that much of our offense will flow out of that when you get to play action and the keepers and other pieces. So um, I'm excited to see how it all marries together. But I also think, especially when you look at personnel as well, We'll have some other styles of, of run games, double teams, and things that are more downhill just because in today's NFL you, you really have to you know, be able to do it all. Uh, Kirk, is there, uh, are there things that you are working on that you want to see yourself get better at this year from last year, specific things that, that you, you'd like to have as, uh, as be able to look back after 2019 and say, yeah, I got, you know, I got better at this? You know, I get this question every year. This is the favorite question of reporters. <laughs> what are you working on to get right, better? And right. It's like, well, you know, I, I don't really know that I, I I can't play or I have this flaw in my game that's just right. been, been, been a thorn in my side for 10 years. That's not the case. If that was the case, I wouldn't be where I am. Um, I think what it's more about is the complexities of the greater game in terms of getting teammates on the same page with where you're at and getting on the same page with coaches and using those nine weeks of OTAs and the six weeks of the preseason to make sure that we're all moving in one direction and we can really think and act without even having to talk to one another because we're so ingrained with the details and the hand signals and the, 
nuances of the offense, and that's what the offseason and preseason is all about. So it's more about the team game and the complexity of the game than it is about, oh, I want to be more accurate, or I want to improve my footwork, or I want to be better at the deep ball. I think when I look at those pieces, I say, you know, I, I can do all that. It's about, you know, the efficiency working with your teammates so mm-hmm. that you are that much more accurate and you are that much more effective with the deep ball. You, um, it's March, man. You, you definitely have an edge to your voice right now. You, you, you mentioned get that bad taste out of your mouth. It, it legitimately, the, the way things finished or the eight, seven and one, it legitimately still bugs you, doesn't it? Oh, I'm frustrated. I haven't slept well, uh, you know, since the end of the season. And I'm just kind of pacing around the, the house here in Atlanta. My wife and my in-laws are kind of laughing at me because I'm just on edge. And I just feel like uh, uh, we're so much better than this. And we, we, we can and will be so much better. And uh, I can't wait to get back at it. And uh, my January, February, and March has never felt so drawn out as this one has. So uh, I'm excited to get back at it. I love the game and just can't wait to uh, – take more steps and as I text teammates who just texted him with Pat Elfline last night and other guys like Adam and Spawn and Rudy um, they feel the same way so we're ready to get back to work but um, you know certainly was a frustrating end of the season. We did radio shows at the Combine last week when you were when you were coming out of Michigan State what do you remember about your Combine visit? Um, you know it's it's a grind mentally uh, more than just you know you see the Underwear Olympics that's what gets talked about but that's probably a quarter of what the combine really is. It's interviews with teams from the morning till the night. It's psychological tests. It's medical exams. Um, and so that's probably more 75% of it. And you really want to ace those interviews as people get to know you just as much as you want to ace the, the testing and the, and the Olympic side of it. So um, I was certainly knew I wasn't going to blow anybody away in the hmm. 40 or the vertical jump or the three cone or the shuttle. And quite frankly, no one's ever brought it up since. And no one's asked me, you know, what was your, no, if they're asking me what's your three cones, because they really don't care. So, uh, you know, at the quarterback position, it's about more about those interviews and those tests and kind of seeing how you tick and uh, making sure you have the right guy from the neck up. And that's such a big part of playing in this league. Well, main man, the, uh, the radio show is weekdays, Monday through Friday from 10, <laughs> from 10 until one Atlanta time, nine to noon cornfields time. If you're ever bored, text our guy, uh, come on, chat some ball anytime. And it was uh, an absolute treat catching up with you today, Kirk An early happy anniversary on um, a very significant day for you and your family. Uh, one year ago, next Friday, you became a member of the Minnesota Vikings, and we look forward to bigger and better things this off season and next season. Well, we're thrilled to be a part of it. It's been a great year for me and for my family. Certainly, we would have loved more from the 2018 season, as I mentioned, but uh, we're thrilled about the future and our role there at Minnesota and can't wait to get back in. Uh, I'm excited for fantasy this year because it's going to be big for our organization again. There's going to be some big moves and decisions that are going to be made, and I'm just excited to see what happens, just like everybody else. Good luck. Thank you very much. And there you have it, the one, the only, Kirk Cousins. Ooh! <laughs> yeah. Grego, what up to you, he says. I thought that was Vince using his radio voice on the interview. I, I wish... I wish uh, Kirk Cousins would come on Sports Done Right. I'd love to talk with him and to him. Um, look, nobody's saying he's a bad dude. We we know he's a good, you know, seems like a quality human being, um, all that stuff. But Vikings overpaid, not realized, you know, hey, somebody was going to give him that money. I just wish it would have been somebody else. <laughs> I mean, quite honestly, 
Um, we could have kept Bridgewater. We could have kept Case. I don't know. I don't know. It's always a crapshoot, as I say, with these quarterbacks. I wish him well. I hope for bigger and better things next year myself. But um, I don't know, man. I'm just... After listening to a lot of the local media yesterday, you know, and, and then this morning when the news broke that Anthony Barr had changed his mind and decided not to sign with the New York Jets and to stay here, which I personally think Coach Zimmer had a lot to do with. Maybe he went up to Rick Spielman's office and just said, look, man, we got to keep this guy. We can't let him go for whatever reason. And there it is. Oh, Ronnie, I want to say what up to Ronnie. Uh, She was joining us for a while. Thank you for popping in here as well. You have a great night as she checks out with the Sports Done Right crew. Thank you for popping in here. Um, Back to, to our Vikings, but there just doesn't seem to be a lot of enthusiasm for next year. What can you tell me, Vikings fans? And anybody else out there who's just a football fan that inspires you about the Minnesota Vikings next year to, yeah, they may do a little better than this year, but to be a legit challenge for the NFC crown, I'm just not seeing it. Um, That's why I wanted to share that interview with you. And I'd be very interested to see if anybody wants to start restructuring their contract to help out the Vikings. I doubt it. Raiders for Life is in here as well. I want to say what up to him. Uh, he likes the Antonio Brown move to his squad. The law, or listen to me, I, was, I almost said Las Vegas Raiders. And the way it's, hey, they're not in Vegas yet, by the way. Um, you know, they signed like another year lease with an option for two years. I, I hear this stadium is being built in Las Vegas, but we'll see. Raiders for Life says he lacks the will to win. Give me Cam, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Mahomes, Deshaun Watson. Uh, You know, you may be on something. I I think he, you know, everybody wants to win. Maybe he, you know, he's just one of those guys like a Joe Maurer was up here for the Minnesota Twins. He's not that outward vocal, you know, rah-rah dude that's always in your face. But Kirk Cousins, hey, he's given, you know, a couple of those little viral pregame speeches that you know people seem to like and stuff but I just think Kirk Cousins is a good quarterback I don't think he's a bad quarterback at all I think he's just a good quarterback Um, a lot of his yards have come at times that were just really inconsequential in terms of games Um, some garbage time yards things like that and when it's come time to really play you know when the rubber meets the road he he's on the losing side more than not as quarterback and granted vikings and offensive line issues and things haven't helped him but if you're going to take the money you take the criticism and i'm sure kirk cousins would tell you that he seems and i'll give kirk cousins a lot of respect for this he he's right there answering questions and taking it from the media But if I'm, you know, Ziggy Wilf and his brother and own this team, you need something to happen now. And now, because of that contract, they have no room, no cap space, and this draft will mean a lot. Uh, Raiders for Life says, what I mean, Vince, is that you trust those guys with two minutes left and down the score to win the game. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Mamba mentality matters. 3M, not not only a company here in Minnesota that it was famous for creating the post-it. Mamba mentality matters. I might have to trademark that. I have always been a fan of guys that have that killer instinct. Kobe, Jordan. Um, be what I want to put you away in hockey, Wayne Gretzky's, you know, the great ones of their sports, Serena Williams, um, going way back in Tennessee, Bjorn Boards, the McEnroe's, Chris Everett, people, you know, Mamba mentality, man. And we've talked about it being gone apparently from LeBron James, maybe could be with Kirk Cousins as well. So, again, very interested times coming up here for Minnesota sports fans for their Minnesota Vikings because I don't know what's going to happen. The drafts have been hit or miss, but this year the draft is going to be very important because unless they get creative and can find people to restructure some money, I just don't know what they're going to do for the next year, maybe two. Oh, can't forget about, yeah. And here's the thing. Greg in here talking about Tom Brady, as usual, being a New England fan like my cousin Eric is, uh, higher learning in their chat room. Yeah, I mean, you know, and Tom has been fired up and stuff, too. He's kind of been more of a quiet leader, but at times you see him around. Here's the thing, man. I... Minnesota sports fans have suffered for so long, whether it's football, hockey, base, whatever the sport, that we're just ready for it all to end, man. Just ready for it all to end. Couple other free agents. Free agents finding a new home. C.J. Mosley goes from the Ravens over to the New York Jets. And that's what was going to be interesting because if Anthony Barr had signed with the Jets, all of a sudden, boy, they got two pretty awesome linebackers. But they still got one. C.J. Mosley, a five-year, what is that, $85 million deal. And again, I don't have the guaranteed numbers on these numbers, so don't hold that against me. We know he's not getting all $85 million, but... Um, regardless, he's going to get a nice chunk of change. Um, so he is signed with the Jets. Trent Brown, the offensive tackle from New England, is signed with the Raiders. Who else we got? Landon Collins, the strong safety from New York on this big New York Giants day. Uh, he is signed with the Washington Redskins. And Troy Flowers from New England over to Detroit in a five-year, $90 million deal there. Detroit is trying to make some things happen. I think they realize they've kind of fallen off the map here recently as well. And, you know, they were in position where they were doing some nice things just a few years ago. And all of a sudden, they kind of went Detroit on them and went south. So they're they're trying to do some stuff on paper here. I'm not sure... Uh, I'm sold on the coaching staff over there, but we will see. Um, what else do we got here before we get into our Timberwolves news and some other NBA Johnnings before we get out of here? Um, I know Cole Beasley wound up in Buffalo um, from Dallas. Oh, Nick Foles, of course. He is signed now with Jacksonville, $88 million for four years. The Super Bowl man himself. Mr. Nick down in Florida, and how's that going to work out? 
Grego says Jabril, J- Jabril Peppers going to the Giants. All right, that's that's what we got. Certified Southside Bunny Slayer. <laughs> What's up, man? Oh, I, I love it. I love it. The Southside Bunny Slayer, my man. What's going down, sir? Welcome to Sports Done Right here. Sports show out of Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, Raiders for Life says, what are the Ravens doing? Cleaning house on defense. Yep, they are. I think they are retooling it there. They got their quarterback. They've made the moves. They got rid of Flacco. And it's time for the next era of Baltimore Ravens football. I think that that's really um what's what you're seeing there out there in maryland so congrats to them i'd love to talk to trey frazier barbershop sports podcast and get his takings on um his ravens there um still some some names some people you've heard about that are still out there haha clinton Dix, um he's out there uh who else do we got here we got Earl Thomas, who looks like, by the way, Earl Thomas, breaking news. Looks like he's going to Cleveland. Uh, Bryce Callahan, cornerback out of Chicago, waiting to hear about. Uh, Daryl Williams and Dominican Sue, who was recently photographed here in Minneapolis at the airport. He was in town waiting to see where he might wind up. So all kinds of names still out there. I uh, hope we discussed the excellence of the SEC tonight. Certif- certified Southside Bunny Slayer says, uh, sounds like it might be a spinoff of Jay Clyde. Otherwise, this is known as Big Grant in the house, I'm hoping. <laughs> anyway, um, SEC, what do we need to know about the SEC? Kentucky, looking good. Kentucky, looking good. They're back. Um... And that's really about it. Uh, I don't... I'm trying to formulate my thoughts here. I'm... Yeah, it is Grant. What up, homie? Glad you could join us, Big Grant. Uh, Grant and uh, Jay Clyde, the snow bunny hunter from Tampa, they are homies. Uh, he introduced me to Grant. Uh, Grant moved up here from Florida. He moved up to the Twin Cities area. So glad uh, we were able to hook with, hook up with Grant. Uh, but Grant, by the way, former football player himself down at Delta State. So he, he knows what he speaks, a former athlete himself, um, part of the Swirlandia crew up here in the Twin Cities. Uh, Tennessee's definitely going to be in the final four, he says. I, you know, here's the thing, and I love what Tennessee was able to do this year. I would like to see them in the final four, Grant, just because I, I want some new blood in there. I just don't know. And, you know, we'll find out here on Sunday when when, the, when those brackets come out. But, man, I just, I don't know. I, You know, I, you always think Kentucky when it comes to the SEC Tennessee was number one for a long time this year. Maybe this will finally be the year. Maybe this year will finally be the year. And we'll see if another team besides Kentucky can rise up from that conference. Been a while, you know, Florida back in the Billy Donovan days. You know, Georgia has really sucked at basketball for a good long time. They used to be a pretty good squad. Georgia Tech obviously was as well. Um, SEC tournament, 
popping off tomorrow. You got Georgia and Missouri, the 13th ranked Georgia Bulldogs, 12th ranked Missouri going off. You also have Vanderbilt and Texas A&M tomorrow. You have Arkansas and Florida. They are kind of the middling teams of the conference. Then um, sitting at the fifth seed, Auburn is waiting for a winner. The sixth seed, Mississippi State's waiting for a winner on Thursday. Um, oops, hold on here. And Thursday we have Alabama playing Mississippi as well. And I think... Oops. That may be it. Um, ACC going on. We got Pac-12. You're only going to have two teams from the Pac-12 this year, by the way. Got kids to raise Raiders, schools, and quality of life better in Minnesota. Um, Swirl, it's better for the world, says Greg. (laughs) Raiders, of course, asking Grant. Florida, Minnesota, what a contrast. Yeah, I think Grant came up here for work. And that's the thing about Minnesota, man. Yeah, the winters suck. And we are finally kind of hitting the warm weather here to get the snow melted now. But Grant's finding out it's a great quality of life. The schools are phenomenal. Education is some of the best in the nation. And that goes all the way from, you know, kindergarten up through the universities in this state. And in the summertime, I mean, it, it, it gets hot and muggy, but you also get those breaks in the weather that you don't get down south. And if you live in Phoenix, Arizona, where it's 115 every day. So that's what we're dealing with. And I always invite people, come visit the Gov. Come hang out with me and Grant this summer and let us show you what Minnesota is all about. Um, don't just buy into the, the false narrative of just the, the bullshit winners. And it's tough. Don't get me wrong. When it's 20 below, it's 20 below. But you may do. And then when the warm weather hits, man, there's really um, no few places you'd rather be in the summertime. So that's what we got going here in the Twin Cities. Um, Otherwise, here, um, just to finish up on our thoughts of uh, Minnesota sports. So we'll see what's happening with the Vikings here. Um, Raiders said I had a conference in Minneapolis in 2012. Really enjoyed my visit. Raiders, come on back, man. Come on back. Love to have you. Take you out to Paisley Park. Come hang out with me and Grant. Smoke some ribs for you. Some of the girl, the Govs, world-famous ribs. Um, before I do get out of here tonight, and I'll, I'll jump back into the chat room as well. But just wanted to touch real quick on the Timberwolves here as we're coming up towards the end of the season there. Um, give me a second here as I'm pulling up the uh, Timberwolves and their record and the standings because it's been a disappointing season. We're not better without Jimmy Butler for all the grief that he caused. And... You know, when you have upstarts now like the Milwaukee Bucks, you know, Toronto's in second place. We the 76ers got a nice thing going on. And then you have the Denver Nuggets. You have, you know, Portland here um, in the West. And the Timberwolves right now are sitting at 32 and 35. They are coming off a two game winning streak, by the way, but they are still 
Um, five and a half games outside of that eighth and final playoff spot. They have moved a couple a game, a couple and two and a half games in front of the Lakers, and boy, what a mess the Lakers are becoming. But man, they got Sacramento in front of them. They have Utah in front of them, and you know, I I just don't think that they're better than one of than either of those teams right now. But you never know. They're just running out of time. So the other thing about the Minnesota Timberwolves. And I wanted to play this sounder here as well from John Krasinski, who is one of the best basketball writers in town, maybe in the nation. He writes for The Athletic, which is the uh, pay subscription uh, sports kind of news site that I signed up for. I I actually really enjoy it. It's nice to just go on the site and there's no pop-ups. There's no videos that just start playing, anything like that. You can select where you're from and then get the news sent to you that way. Um, man, I, here's the thing. Minnesota Timberwolves are just really going backwards. And now we got rid of Tom Thibodeau and we're going to, the sound that I have is him and, and, and pardon me as I forgot the guest that he had on his show, but they're going to be talking about kind of the Thibodeau era and what it really meant. But they want to turn this thing over to Ryan Saunders, you know, the son of Flip Saunders, the late great Minnesota coach, Minnesota Gopher basketball player, Minnesota icon, really. And I just don't know if that's the best thing. And I know there's this huge emotional connection. I talk about it all the time and how when you're from Minnesota, boy, the people up here really want you to succeed and they want you to be to do well. And if you're a Minnesota kid and you play here, everything that goes with it. But sometimes that can be a double-edged sword. It is critical that whoever becomes the Minnesota Timberwolves coach does a good job, but also is is really qualified to lead this team and whoever they may be picking up in the offseason because if they're not making the playoffs, it's going to be very, very interesting here again. Um, <laughs> Grant Horton, certified Southside Bunny Slayer in our Spreaker.com chat room. Uh, talking about Minnesota again. He goes, not universities, Governor. My kids will need to compete in the best conference, in the, which is the SEC Big Ten Conference. Football sucks. And here he goes again. Glad he could finally join us on the show talking this nonsense. But, yeah, we get it, SEC football. We hear you. But, hey, I'm not going to argue with you. I can't argue with you. All I can say is go Clemson and anybody that's playing an SEC team. And ironically, the last time the Gophers in uh, Alabama played, the Gophers won back in the Music City Bowl back in the early 2000s, late 19, whenever it was, pre-saving. Anyway, and by the way, it's official. Minnesota Gophers are, by the way, seven-time national football champions. Who cares if we won the last one in 1960? But I digress. I get back to the Minnesota Timberwolves. So hiring Ryan Saunders may be the emotional thing that they want to do. And I, they're looking for any and all reasons to give him the job. Make no mistakes about it. But I think we need to pump the brakes on that a little bit and really examine this instead of just going with our emotions. I'm not sure Ryan's the best guy to lead this team. 
But then again, I can't really give you a name to who is. The team likes him. The team's going to have to respond for him and really at least show me that you know they can win with Ryan Saunders at the helm. I wish them luck. We will see. All right, and with that being said, I just wanted to play this sound on Mike Krasinski's show real quick, talking about the Timberwolves and really just kind of where the year has gone for them. This is about uh, just under four minutes, and then we'll come back and end the show. And one theme that is out there is Star Tribune is going to take it easy on Glenn Taylor because he owns the, the, the newspaper as well as the Timberwolves. Another theme from people... The people I know who do like Tibbs, and yes, there are those people out there, is that we're too hard on Tibbs, we're too nice to Ryan, and we're not hard enough on all the other problems that Tibbs had to confront in working in this organization. Uh, I'll, just, I'll give it, give you the floor. Where do you, th- how do you think, you know, mainstream local media have covered Tibbs, Saunders, and Taylor, and are we being too soft on certain people and not, not? And not Taylor's the owner of the team, by well, the way. Uh, I had uh, from a personal standpoint i had zero issues with tibbs and um i thought we got along fine it was a professional relationship and so you i think that there there is a perception out there among the tibbs backers that because he wasn't soft and fuzzy and because he wasn't incredibly accessible that he is graded on a tougher curve than others who are accessible and i don't i mean I don't know that that's fair, to be honest. I mean, sure, there is part of it where if if a person in a position of power engages with either media or fans or his or her own employees and kind of presents their vision in an open and transparent way, I think it's easier to connect with that. It's easier to understand that side of the equation. And so you do give probably other people benefits of the doubt a little bit more who are willing to at least let you peek behind the curtain a little bit. Um, Tibbs' approach was isolationism, was I don't, I'm not going to explain myself to you. I know what works. I know what goes into winning, as he would always say. And you just need to sit back and let me do my thing. And that can work if you are successful. But he, the very bottom line in all of this was Tibbs is not successful. So Tibbs pushed all of his chips into the middle of the table in the heart of the Golden State Warriors run and said, we're going to go for it. And it failed spectacularly. Um, the Jimmy Butler thing was an abject disaster. And I know they made the playoffs one year. That's great. That part of it, it, this organization does owe a debt of gratitude to Tibbs because now the the, um, The curse, the the drought is over. And so that doesn't have to be the goal anymore. Just get into the playoffs and snap the stinking drought. Now they can make whatever plans they are going forward knowing we have that monkey off our back. Let's just configure to have what we think is going to be the most sustainable thing for the long-term success of this franchise. And that is a valuable thing. But you look at his body of work over those three years, those two and a half years that he was here, he didn't win enough. 
the moves that he made were not good enough and either blew up spectacularly or were underwhelming. I mean, Derrick Rose was a good move. Taj Gibson was a good move. Jimmy Butler, terrible move. Jeff Teague, not a good move. Um, and Chris Dunn. Chris Dunn. Justin meh, Patton. Meh. You know. Uh, Okogie's a nice pick. Okogie's a nice pick. Kata Bates Jep seems like a nice pick. But there, there were enough things that were happening that did not bring the success that he anticipated it would, number one. And there you have it. I mean, I just... They just can't seem to get it right over there at Target Center. Um, Jimmy Butler experiment, obviously a horrible mistake. Or, or, or was it? I mean, he was here for a year and they made the playoffs. Playoffs? So stay tuned here. The last little bit of the NBA season. Oh, rough being a sports fan here in Minnesota. Minnesota Wild, at least, make it fun in the winter for the hockey fans. If you're in the hockey, Minnesota, trying to hang on to that eighth spot in in the uh, Western Conference as well. Um, We'll have some updates on them next week. And also, too, by the way, and again, make sure you're checking out uh, the other show that I'm doing again, North Star Sports Podcast with Justin Ekstrom and the one and only Matty G., we get a little bit more in-depth on the hardcore Minnesota sports scene. But before we get out of here tonight, in honor of Mr. Grant Horton, the newest resident of Swirlandia, as we like to say, um, here in Minnesota, again, former Delta State football player, we thought we'd give him an update on Delta State. And by the way, what the hell is a Goatsman? I don't know either. But the Goatsmen are 19 and 11 overall this year in their hoops. Great job um, opening the season with a uh, loss at Southeastern Louisiana University. But ever since then, um, it was a rough start. They got a win over Mississippi Valley State. You know, Grant, that loss, though, to um, Florida Southern, that one really hurt. But. Outside of that, they've come back, had a pretty decent season. Um, you know, a big win over at Selma University. Um, wins over at Union University in Tennessee, Mississippi College. Um, oh, Statesman, excuse me. Is that what it's called? I thought it said Goatsman here. Goatsman, oh, or maybe a Goatsman is a Statesman. I don't know. Just when I thought the Gophers had a, a messed up kind of mascot. I <laughs> just messing with you, brother. Anyway, they're twelve and eight in conference, uh, eleven and three at home, six and seven on the road. Just finished the Gulf South Conference basketball tournament there, where they won that one. Uh, great job with victories over Christian Brothers. I thought Christian Brothers made wine, by the way. Also beat Valdosta State and the University of Alabama Huntsville. Great job. They're off to play Florida Southern here um, this weekend in the uh, South Regional Tournament. And again, congratulations. They are the statesmen, says Grant. Um, Again, talking about Delta State, home of Grant Horton, by the way, and his phenomenal football career. And we'll keep an eye next football season as well on their football team. Um, just so you know, this year your squad op- opens up at uh, 
Tusculum University in Cleveland, Mississippi. Then the big one, Grand Valley State, Florida Tech, North Greenville, University of West Florida, Valdosta State, University of West Alabama, Shorter University, West Georgia, which, uh, by the way, I think our friend Doug Stewart's daughter is a, a student at. And then wound, winding up in Clinton, Mississippi against Mississippi College. Salut, indeed, my brother. Delta State football and basketball being represented here on the one and only Sports Done Right, baby. All right. Let me get on out of here. It has been a fun show. I want to thank everybody for joining us here on in the Spreaker.com chat room. Um, Southside Bunny Hunter, he is certified. That's Grant Horton. Uh, the one and only Bunny Hunter from Florida, Mr. J. Clyde, the Snow Bunny Hunter himself, everybody else, man. Raiders for life. Grego. Um, who else do we have up in here? I know I'm missing. We had Ronnie up in here as well. Jersey Vern for calling in with the, you know, going over the Odell Beckham news. Uh, Mo Cheese was up in here as well. Uh, who else did we have up in here? Fly Ty. My cousin Eric McLaren, higher learning in the chat room. Big Kev, uh, Clutch Talk Sports host as well. He joined us. Uh, Mike Eden Prairie and everybody else through the Twitter sphere sending in questions and comments. I want to thank you guys so much. Um, keep it tuned here. We usually do our show on Tuesday nights. At, I like to say 7.30, sometimes a little before, a little after, but that's what we're looking at. Um, with that being said, a couple other chats here. Um, the Certified Southside Bunny Hunter Grant Horton says, Golf South Conference in Division Two equivalents to SEC. Thanks for the shouts, man. Hey, brother, we'll have your Delta State team covered. Raiders for life. Thank you for joining us. Can't wait to see what Antonio Brown does out there. It's just going to be a question of who is going to be throwing him the ball. So with that being said, everybody, we done. The one and only sports done right. Winding down. Thank you again for listening. Keep it tuned to more Sports Done Right. We'll see you next week. Thanks for hanging out with the sports governor of the Midwest. On Whoops. <laughs> One last thing, actually. I wanted to send a very, very special shout out to my wife. The one and only Angela Wright. Um, for all that she does, for all that she is, and for all that she will continue to be. Just wanted to say I love you. I appreciate you, and thank you for being, um, well, you know, just such an awesome wife. So with that being said, now I am out of here. Make sure you follow us here on Spreakers to follow the show. Our show is available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, and TuneIn Radio. Um, For all your streaming needs, we can definitely be found there. How can you get word out on the show? Grant says, just start talking to people, sharing the links. And again, tell them to go to Spreaker.com. They can follow Sports Done Right or search for Vince Right. Follow me on Twitter at the Big Smooth One. That's the number one after the Big Smooth. Also can follow us on Instagram. Sports Done Right is what we're going by on Instagram there. So make sure you follow us there. And, you know, call in. 
you know, the, the show number. And I didn't do a good job at all putting that out there. But you can call in anytime, 651-968-0124. We'll make sure that's up and running next time. Grant, I hope you give us a call in sometime, man, especially when football season's gone, so we can learn more about the statesmen or goatsmen of Delta State. All right, y'all. Thank you again for supporting the show. Have a great evening. Have a great week. And have a great weekend. Let's keep this snow melting. Keep the warm weather coming, Minnesota. Because I got to get back on the golf course. I am gone. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to Sports Done Right. With your host, the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Check out Sports Done Right every Tuesday night. And when it's over, stay up on all of the breaking sports news and commentary by joining the Sports Done Right Facebook group. Let your voice be heard and join the conversation right now. You finally got it right with Sports Done Right. Ooh.